Greetings and welcome back to yet another episode of The Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila, and because I am unaware of what time you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is Thursday, August 25th, 2022. It is 8:12 a.m. So How's everyone doing? Um, You guys, I am doing fine. (laughs) I've just been kind of battling a sore throat for the entire week. And I have been like um, trying to see what's going on with that. I have recorded at times or have attempted to and just couldn't, just couldn't do it. I feel fine. Other than that, it's just... I eat a lot of ice, so I don't know if that's what's going on with this sore throat. So I'm going to um, dial back from eating the ice and try to drink warm drinks. So apologies are are needed. And there you go. I apologize uh, for my absence. So anyway, you guys. I wanted to come and talk to you about a subject called how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Um and 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 prove it. That's what I think today's uh title is going to be is prove it. You know, so many times we look for God to prove himself to us when we're believing him for something, even though his track record is is off the charts. Like no one can match his track record on how much he's come through, you know, for anyone. And so it's quite funny that we who should be providing the truth are always the ones who are requiring God to give us proof of of if he's going to come through for us, for us to fully get in and, and, and believe him that he's going to believe him at his word, you know? Um, and I was just thinking, you know, um, I was just thinking about the, the guy, like, I don't know if you all uh, have listened to my past episode, but I was thinking about the guy on that YouTube, uh, video, um, who commented and asked for uh, prayer. He had asked for prayer um, because he wanted, I guess his wife had walked away after seven months of marriage and um, he filed for divorce, but he was asking the YouTuber to pray for his marriage that God would bring them together. And I just simply asked why he would um, file for divorce because he did. I don't know if I made that clear in the last one. He did say that he filed for divorce. Um, I asked, you know, why he would file for divorce if he was believing God for the reconciliation of his marriage. And, um, he responded back since then. And he was saying that the reason why he did it was because she said any time uh, she breaks up with someone, uh, 
she completely like leaves and 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 they lose track of her like she completely just just deletes them out of their her lives her life and she moves on and uh gets a new boyfriend or whatever whatever sounds familiar but uh <laughs> that's and and so I identified with his fear because he was saying that he was afraid that he would lose contact with her or her whereabouts. He would he would lose track of her whereabouts and would be stuck in a marriage, wouldn't be able to uh, divorce her. And I completely could relate to his fear. Um, and I understood it then. And then I just went on to encourage him and and uh, let him know my story and let him know that we can't be driven by fear. If God has brought this together, which, you know, if you're married, okay, you know, God has, has, has approved this as a covenant, you know what I mean? Even if it wasn't the best that he had for you, you still came together and made a covenant and God honors that covenant, you know, and if God has told you to stay then, you know, you have to stay. And, and so, you know, um, it's kind of that, 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 that thing where I, you know, I know he's afraid, you know, because that's where I have been so many times. And a lot of times still fall back into, even though God has, has graced, you know, he has given me grace and mercy to know his whereabouts, even though I don't just be reaching out looking for him, you know, um, I'm being told of his whereabouts, you know, every single time he, he goes somewhere else, I'm made aware of it. And so I'm thankful for that. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's kind of like God looking out like, look, I'm not gonna, you know, Stop worrying about my part of it. I need you to prove that you believe me, that you take me at my word. You feel me? Um, so I just I just I just wanted to come and and talk about that this morning. Like I believe what we do is we a lot of times put our faulty ways onto God as though he's going to leave us or, 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 or forsake us in some kind of way, even though we've asked the father for something. And I feel like, um, a lot of us, we, we, um, allow fear to be the driving force, um, on what we're going to do next instead of it being faith. Because what we want to do is we want to see. And even if we're not seeing it, we want to hear God say with an audible voice, yes, my son, yes, my daughter, this is the the way I want you to go. You know, it's going to take big faith to believe for something that looks so contrary to what you're praying for, so against what you're praying for, you know, um, do I get discouraged at times? Yes, absolutely. Do I want to give up because that's the easier thing to do? Yes, absolutely sometimes. But it's like one of my greatest desires is to please God in my life. You know, and, and just as a human, I fall short 
all the time. And, and if, and if there's areas where I can, where I can, you know, come through and really, you know, please him, I want to do that. You know, um, I want to do that. I want to please him in the things I do and everything I do. So it's, <laughs> y'all, it's, mm, it, it is, it is, it is something that, that it, 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 it's not for the faint at heart, you know, serving God is, is not, uh, for the faint at heart, you know, um, having faith, just being a believer at all, you guys, it takes a lot to follow God and to, um, take him at his word. Sorry, you guys, I have my window open this morning, just letting some fresh air flow through here. Um, but, <clears throat> and sorry, I'm trying to kind of talk low so I don't strain my voice, but yeah, you know, it's like we, oh my goodness, y'all, why do people do that? I have been wondering that, you know, people in the quote unquote hood, they have that bag coming up and just honking the horn over and over and over and over as though some people are not asleep, as though some people are not working from home. Like, give it a courtesy tap, get that two tap. And then if somebody doesn't come out, then maybe you're going to have to get your behind out this car and go knock on the door and tell them to come on. Or maybe you're going to have to call them on the phone. But I have just been seeing the difference from living on the south side you know that's where we came in and we lived in a in a fairly nice neighborhood when we came and then to to move from that to this y'all the differences you know the 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 pride that people had you know on the other side of town it wasn't well it wasn't it was just a sense of of respect for the most part, for their own things and for themselves. And y'all living over here, it's like people don't have respect for you or themselves. Um, so it's just crazy. But anyway, so back to, to the subject at hand, you know, we're, we're going to have to be the ones to prove to God that we are faithful because God has already proven time and time again that he's faithful, right? So why is it that we require proof from someone who has provided so much proof? Um, why is it that, that we do that? Are we afraid that, that our human nature is a part of his nature? Because it's, I can guarantee you it's not. We're only made in the image, like the, the image of him, like the likeness as far as like image and you know and I don't know how far from that we've gotten now that civilization and time and everything else has gone on and and when when the fall of man happened I don't know how far from that we are now as far as being created in his image I, I wonder how far we are from that now but um, man was created in God's image in likeness, you know, in, in looks and everything. But um, as far as um, 
what he does and the way he thinks. No, <laughs> no, he he didn't. <laughs> he didn't give us that part. We are human. So um, really, the, the the one who needs to prove their case and if they have what it takes to even get to the promise is us. God doesn't need to prove another thing to us. We need to go back and remind ourselves. And that is the reason why we have uh, the, the word of God. Is it, The word of God is a reminder. It's a guide. Um, also, the Holy Spirit, which is housed within you, is your guide. You know what I'm saying? It's your reminder. Because remember what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit, it, it, he's there to bring all things to your remembrance. You get what I'm saying? Like when you really need something, he's going to bring it to your remembrance, remembrance in that moment. I remember um, my son could never, he, he could never remember my phone number. My oldest son, he could never remember my number and I'd have to always give him my number and I'd tell him all the time, you need to remember my phone number. You need to, you know, uh, you need to remember is what I would, you know, tell him all the time. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And it was like, I'd never forget. When my son was shot at, he was either 13 or 14. When he was shot, um, the police were asking him questions. And I had no clue where he was. He didn't have a cell phone back then. And they were like, um, who is your mother? And they were asking him all these questions. And they were like, what's her phone number? And... I never forget when I got the phone call from the police officer um, and he said, I said, how did you get my number? He said, your son gave it to me. And I was like, what? He said, oh, yeah, uh, he, he gave it to me. I said, he never remembers my phone number. He said he remembered it and he rattled it off like he just knew it. You know, it, he answered all all questions like he. He, you know what I mean? He didn't, he, he felt panicked, but in that moment, all things that they were brought back to his remembrance in that moment when he really needed it. And I believe that, um, the Holy Spirit, you know, that's what he does. There's some things that we know that might just be on the back of our minds, you know, um, but God, the Holy Spirit, he's there to remind you and bring things back to your remembrance. And what does that even mean, you guys? That means it's something that you at least had to know at some point. You get what I'm saying? Which is the reason why you're supposed to study. Because maybe sometimes those things don't come natural to you when you're just trying to think of it or whatever. But when you really need it. The Holy Spirit will push those things to the forefront and will remind you of those things. And so we have to equip ourselves. So then uh, the Holy Spirit has the, 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 the weapons 
that he needs to hand to us at the time or instruct us to pick up this weapon. Remember, you prepared in this area with this scripture. Pick up this scripture. Use this scripture to combat that. Use this to do. You get what I'm saying? It comes when you really need it. It comes when you really need it, you guys. So put it in there. It might feel like, well, how am I going to remember all this stuff? Listen, it's going to come to you. If you're putting it in there, the Holy Spirit will bring the things you need to know to the forefront. He will. And some things you don't know. There are times the Holy Spirit has said things to me. And there's no way possible that it came from my own mind. There's no way. I remember, um, and I've, I've told this story before on here, when I used to go to early morning prayer and I was sitting on the front row and they would have the lights down. And, oh, it was such a, a great atmosphere. And we would sit in there and we would pray. And I remember hearing God say, the Holy Spirit, I just remember, you know, and you hear it in your in your own words, at least I do in my own voice. I mean, give me a, a, a vehement praise. And at the time, I'm like, vehement. Am I making this up? You know what I mean? Because, you know, like I said, I'm hearing it in my mind, but I'm hearing it in my voice. Give me give me a vehement praise. And I'm like, a vehement. What is that? Am I making that up? So after prayer. I had to go and I had to look this word up because I'm like, I don't, I've never heard this word a day in my life. You know, what does this mean? And, and when I went home and looked for it, I was like, wow, because it meant in a forceful, passionate or intense way, like with great feeling. God was in that moment saying, give me a forceful, passionate, uh, intense prayer, uh, uh, not prayer, um, praise. That was his instruction to me. And when, when I got that, I was like, oh, wow, I do hear from the Lord, you know, and it's just like the Holy Spirit. He'll tell you certain things and people look at you like, how did you know that? And a lot of times it's the Holy Spirit just giving you little inclinations, telling you, you know, what to do and giving you instructions. You know, if we sign up for like to, if we really um, get on board with God, he is going to always make sure that we're well equipped it's because if we're really on board with it, that means that we're going to be doing everything we need to do, reading his word, believing him, taking him at his, at his word, worshiping him, you know, in spirit and in truth that we're going to be doing those things that we need to do. So he is going to always come through because we are we we are coupling our actions with our faith why because faith without works is dead so you can sit and you can believe all day but if you're not taking certain actions right if you're not taking certain actions that God is calling you to do or just the common sense things like reading your word and things like that if you're not taking those those steps, then how, how do you expect to even activate that faith? Hmm? We have to use wisdom because even when God is 
calling us to stand still and wait on him. We're not standing still in silence. We're standing still, still giving him the praise and the, and the glory and the honor that he knows what he's doing and that he knows what's best for us. Hmm? Yeah. So it's like, how bad do you want it? That's my question to you. How bad do you want it? Because a lot of times we sit around and we say, oh, I've waited long enough. Oh, it's been a year. Oh, it's been two years. What's taking so long? Okay, I'm done. Apparently, this isn't going to work. Apparently, God ain't going to come through for me. You get what I'm saying? We start to doubt. We start to look at, look at, look at God as though he's not able to perform that thing. Huh? And that's because of our own dirty flesh. That we're, that we're sitting in. It's not because God is not good. It's not because God has not come through. It's not because God is not going to come through. But a lot of times, he needs us to prove it to him. Prove it. You believe me? Prove it. Wait. Wait on me. Wait on me. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. He will renew your strength. So wait, I say. We have to wait. But in that waiting, we're not just doing nothing. We're worshiping him when we don't know what to do. We're praising him when we don't know what to do. We're saying, Lord, I thank you when we don't know what to do. And that's what I was telling him. You're just going to have to take God at his word and believe. A lot of times we want other people to pray for us because for some reason we don't feel like our prayers work. But that because this person is always praying, they can get a word through to God. But maybe we can't. And that's untrue. You have the same ability in you to get a word through, to get a prayer through. So... You have to mature in the word for yourself. There's not always going to be someone you can run to and ask for prayer. You know what I'm saying? So, you pray. You pray. God wants to hear your voice. God wants to hear your request. You pray. You ask God. He's not looking for some big, eloquent, you know, speech. He's not looking for that. He's not. God's not looking for that. He's not requiring that of you. He just wants to hear you talk to him. He wants you to have, you know, a, a relationship with him. That's what he's looking for. Relationship. And in that relationship, he's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. He's going to bring all things to your remembrance. So how bad do you want it is what I should ask. Prove it. You prove it to God that you want it. And sometimes it's going to take years, you guys. When, when we look at the Bible, when we look at, at, at 
at things like uh, Hebrews 11, we look at that. That, y'all, that is going to show you all, all the people, not all the people, but it's going to give examples of people who believed God for things. And sometimes it took years and years and years and years and years, but they had to, you know, they had to believe. And I'm sure there were times they had to remind themselves and they didn't have a Bible to go to and be like, oh, oh, Sarah, you know, believed in, in, in Abraham. You know what I mean? Like, they, they probably didn't have that. They had each other's testimony. Oh, well, so-and-so, you know what I mean? Um, you know, they had word of mouth. They had testimonies. Um, and I'm sure that's the way a lot of them overcame, you know? Why? Because you, you get what I'm saying? They overcame by, by, by the word of their testimony. This person, their neighbor's testimony might have told that showed them that God is real and he will do what he says. We have Google. We have the word of God. We have countless, you know what I mean, sources where we can go and just look it up. There's no reason why we should be discouraged, but we find reasons, don't we? We've seen God come, come through again and again. And like I said, sometimes it's just, think about Sarah, you guys. Think about how long she had, to, how, how, how it just really did not look like she was going to have a baby at all. It did not look like, it, did, it just didn't look, it didn't look likely at all. Y'all, or should I say, um. Sarai instead of Sarah that's who she was back then at first or Sarai or however I hear people say Sarai but yeah she she was young I mean she was very very old and the likelihood of her having a baby was like no unheard of how old she was. She was past her childbearing years is what the word of God says. So it looked the furthest from that. And so what did she do? She tried to help. <laughs> she tried to help God come through because they're waiting, they're waiting, they're waiting. She tried to help God by getting her maid servant to basically be a surrogate. Uh, to have this baby for her, to have her husband, Abram, have sex with a maidservant, to have a baby, and then she would mother the baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, uh, when we try to help God, we messy things up. We make our lives bad, you know, and we say things like, that aren't in the Bible like, but God will never give us more than we can bear. We can give ourselves more than we can bear. Come on. Which is the reason why a lot of things happen. <laughs> but, you know, it's like um, she tried to, you know, make it happen for God. And that still wasn't the answer. Still was not the answer. And <laughs> so... 
it was it was like um when she finally was just like okay I got to go in here and I have to use my own words and I have to pray and ask God pray with pray vehemently I have to pray passionately in the temple I have to go and I have to pray vehemently about this and that's what she did to the point where the priest looked at her and said, woman, when are you going to stop getting drunk? Because she looked drunk. <laughs> That's how uh, uh, passionate. Can you imagine? Thinking somebody drunk. You know what I mean? That's how passionate she was about it when she was praying. At that moment, she had to, she was told, okay, go. You have, you have the request. Now, at that time, did she walk out the temple with the baby as proof? No. All she had was the word that you have what you've, you get what I'm saying? That's all she had. And she had to go out and believe that. And I'm sure there's times she had to remind herself when she wanted to lose it and say, this ain't happening. It's taking too long. This ain't happening. She had to remind herself, okay, of what was told to her. What was told to Abram? She had to remind herself. There was probably other times where she was tempted to try to make it happen again in her own power and strength. We don't know. But she stood and she believed God. She believed God, y'all. She believed him. She took him at his word. Hmm? So I was reading something and, and, and it says, finally, it says, finally, when Abram is 99 years of age, the Lord appears to him again and establishes and reaffirms his covenant with Abram, which means exalted father and changes his name into Abraham, which is father of many nations. The name of Sarai is my princess. Is changed into Sarah, which is princess, clarifying she was no longer just Abram's princess, but a woman of authority and dignity. A matriarch for God says, I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Sarah laughed when she heard it, but God said, is anything too hard or too wonderful for the Lord? And really, one year later, Sarah bore a son, Isaac, which means laughter. <laughs> so you guys, we have to, and, and, and I'm going to tell you the reference of what I'm reading. Um, it's, you can find it on the internet. I just Googled it and it, it's called, She Rises to Serve, um, The Promise to Sarah, written by Carla, October 11th, 2018. You can go and read that. You know, if you want, I think this person, it was real well written how this person um, writes the story out. Um, so, yeah, you guys, you know, you have to believe in you. It's 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 you who needs to prove. It's you who needs to prove that that. Um, 
that you're worthy of, of, of getting the promise. God already, he's giving you the promise. So apparently he feels like you're worth him giving you this thing, you know? Apparently he looks at you like that, you know? Um, so you, you, you got to stop looking at yourself as though you're not worthy for the promise and believe God, believe him at his word. You guys take him at his word and stop allowing fear to be the driving force that determines what you do in your physical body. This is just what we're housed in until we're going to go on and be with the Lord. But our flesh is the main thing that we have to fight. It's the biggest battle that we have is fighting ourselves and the emotions that we feel as humans. So I just want to encourage you to prove it to God. Prove it. You prove it. He doesn't have to prove another thing to you. You prove it through your actions, through your active faith. Faith is an action word. Hmm? And so many people get that mixed up and they think that faith is just something you just sit and doing nothing. No, that, that, that's not, that's not it. So, yeah, be encouraged, you guys. I have to encourage myself many times. I have to. That song always comes to me. Speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Oh, in the Lord. You know what I'm saying? We have to encourage ourselves. And forgive me, y'all, my throat. <laughs> my throat. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to get off of here so I can rest my throat some more. And um, I just wanted to come on here and encourage someone who's feeling like, man, but when, when, when? Stop acting, asking when. And, and, and in the meantime, distract yourself by praising God through it. Every time you think of it. And this is what I told him because this is what my mother told me one time when I was really going through some stuff. She told me to do this. And at first it was, it was, it was, it was a hard thing to commit to every time uh, I thought a negative thought, every time I felt embarrassed about the situation, every time I felt hurt over the situation, my mother told me that you say, thank you, Lord. Make an active choice and decision to say, thank you, Lord, instead of going through with the complaining, instead of sitting in that, say, thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. And at first it was it was a hard thing to try to do, to try to reprogram and reroute my mind to go into a praise and a worship when really I was feeling down and wanted to beat myself up about it. You know, it was it was a hard commitment at first, but then it started coming easy to where I would just be like, thank you, Lord, and go on with my business. Lord, I thank you. And before I knew it, I didn't even realize it that that healing had come to me. What I was wanting from God had come to me. It was because I no longer sat in that depression and that state of mind. I would thank him through it. And he came through. But if I was just sitting there just like 
wallowing in it, then then what? I'm not changing anything. How am I go- even going to receive anything from God? Like I have to believe and I have to encourage myself and I have to to praise God and worship him in the meantime. That's what I told that man to do on YouTube. And that's what I'm telling you to do. Anytime you think about it, say, Lord, I thank you. It don't have to be no big, long prayer. Lord, I thank you. That's all you have to say. Thank you, Lord. Because you've already prayed, right? Now you just got to thank him for it. Thank him for it. It's not God that needs to be reminded. It's you. It's us who needs to be reminded. God doesn't need to be reminded. We need to be reminded of his word. We don't have to go back and be like, remember, God, you said as if he's going to lie or, or renege or go back on his promise. It's you that remember, that needs to remember that God is good and that God is faithful and God is just and that he's able, more than able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ever ask or think. He's got you. He gave you the promise. It's for you to believe. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to get off of here now. You guys, thank you so much for coming through and listening. I appreciate every single last one of you. You can share this with someone who really needs to hear something like this that is encouraging. Someone who is going through. Feel free to share this, you guys. Share, share, share. Share, share, share. Okay, you guys. Thanks. Y'all remember that God loves you. I love you too. Remember to keep your attitudes in check. And until next time, peace. Have Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.